Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, for Penrith Panthers, uh, your season goes on. You play Melbourne Storm next weekend uh, for the right to go into the grand final. For Parramatta Eels... Um, sadly, once again, you bow out. You don't make it through to the preliminary finals, beaten eight points to six by Penrith. Nobody uh, in their right mind, though, could question the effort level, the commitment of Parramatta. Um, just the, I guess, execution let them down at times. And so, too, did, uh, I guess, a lopsided penalty count. And a few things didn't quite go their their way. But I don't think any of this can really point the finger at the referee uh, for the result last night, or, or can we? I don't know. I'm probably the wrong person to ask. And uh, joining us on the line now is 60s uh, from the thecumberlandthrow.com.au. He's Parramatta through and through. He joins us. Good afternoon, 60s. Good afternoon, mate. This wasn't the original plan, was it? We were supposed to be catching up, you know, same bat time, same bat channel, yeah. and talking about the Eels going through to the preliminary final. I think that's what we said last weekend. Um, it's not to be. I did tip them 60, so I've, I've done all I could do. I did tip them. Um, and I was pretty confident too, almost even to the back five or 10 minutes, I was still pretty confident. But oh, you've got to give it to Penrith's defence. Um, I don't know. What are, your, what are your thoughts? I'm looking at social media here and there's a few Parramatta fans outraged at the lopsided penalty count um, and a few stoppages here and there. What are your thoughts as, as a fan? Well, Chris, it's hurting today. It really is hurting today. And no, I think there's no supporter that likes to reflect back on a match and point fingers at match officials. But the mainstream media and social media is certainly putting a bit of focus on there now. There were two great teams that went toe-to-toe last night. And I don't think I could have asked anything more of the Parramatta Reels Normally, if you look at if a team gives absolutely everything and they're, and they're playing it close to their optimum uh, that they possibly can in any given match where it's so brutal, you, you think if you give everything that you've got, you're going to be damn close to getting the victory. And I think last night there was a little bit that was out of Parramatta's control. Mm. And it, it can sometimes only takes one or two calls. And... Uh, you know, look, I don't look at a 7-2 penalty count so much I look at, because there are penalties that are deserved. I don't... It's, you, you, can't, you can't ignore some of the penalties that are deserved. Um, and I will tell you straight out, what I, what I saw with Ferguson, I hated. So I've, I've heard you talking about that this afternoon. I've hated that. But uh, I, I have to say, I think if you can't acknowledge that there wasn't a rub of the green, uh, that Parramatta didn't get basically any rub of the green last night. I don't know if you were watching the game. Yeah. I really don't because there was some, there were some harsh calls that, I mean, there were some calls that I thought were pretty obvious that I didn't think uh, went their way. Now, having said that, and I know I'm rambling on a little bit here, Chris, no, no. but 
having said that, I want to really, I, I do want to put a focus on how proud all of the supporters are of what the Parramatta Club delivered last night. Because in any given season, by the time you reach the grand final, there are going to be 15 clubs that are going to finish on a level of disappointment about their year. Yeah. And strangely, I think Parramatta finish on somewhat of a high because I reckon they've gained some respect within the NRL in these last few weeks that maybe they didn't have before. And I think it's a measure of where the clubs come from and where they get where they're heading. What's the what's the general feeling then? And you've got you're in touch with the, the Parramatta fan base through through your own website and podcasts, cumberlandthrow.com, etc. Um, and and the tip sheet, very good program. Uh, the tip sheet too. Um, they've won two out of eight finals under Brad Arthur. And look, you've made the semi-finals for what four of the past five years. But still, there will be people pointing the finger at Brad Arthur, saying he's not the man that can take us any further. Um, but I don't know you've just said there that you you're ending the season. You can't be too disappointed. But still, I'm asking, are the expectations maybe too high of the current squad? I think that, first of all, anyone that cannot see the development that's happened within the club isn't actually watching the matches in these in the final series. I spoke to you before about um, previous final series and the, the parts that were disappointing, the parts that were, you know, not so disappointing in it. There were elements of last year that were out of Parramatta's control in that game against uh, the Rabbitohs where there were just the players that were lost before the game, including Michael Jennings, the morning of the game. But this year, what could what more could the Eels have done than what they did mm. in this final series? I, yeah. I can't see that there could have been... There, there couldn't have been anything. And Brad Arthur has taken this club from being... Let's face it, we'd reached the point before BA took the club over, they were double wooden spoon winning clubs, winning inverted commas. Mm. They were second last the year before that they were the, they won that the, the spoon for two years in a row. So three years in a row, sitting at the bottom. They were the joke of the NRL, let's be honest. Mm. And then by the time all of the salary cap dramas came about, could you have got the club a club in any worse position than where it was sitting at that point? And now, four out of the last five years in the finals, three final series now in a row, and with all the evidence each year that they're getting closer and closer to that breakthrough. Mm. Uh, I, about, I, about, I, yeah. I can't see anyone else. Uh, BA, to me, BA is Parramatta. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's unjust any any criticism of, of the coach. Um um, the, the records are there. Yes, okay. He hasn't he hasn't taken you beyond or really to the the, the prelim finals, but um, a very very good coach, uh, Blake Ferguson. Uh, I tell you what, who, young winger Hayes Dunster. I thought he was really good last night, wasn't he? Um, you got no Mike Acevo. He's been missing for a few weeks. I thought Junior Paulo was brilliant. Reggie was uh, tremendous against his former team up front. Um, Fergo, I guess a little bit quiet, but. What what what, do you, what would you like to see for Blake Ferguson? Do you think he will be heading off, or is that being confirmed? Look, I don't think it's been confirmed, but uh, from memory, Fergo's put out a little bit of noise that he's got his plans sorted for next year. Mm. I personally, I don't think he's going to be there. 
Um, Hayes Dunster has really announced his arrival, hasn't he, in the last few weeks. Last night was easily his best game in in the top grade. Um, so, yeah, look, I, I don't think Fergo's going to be around next year. And, uh, you know, I, we thank him for giving us plenty of moments of excitement in the last three years. Certainly certainly a, a mixture of laughs and um, high energy and um, spectacular moments. So um, it, it's never a dull moment with Fergo, is it? No, it's not. All right, mate. Well, um, Parramatta, they're the only team that's been able to beat Melbourne uh, twice this year. Uh, who gets into the grand final 60s and, and who wins it? Oh, I think you've just given the name of the premiers, the Melbourne Storm. They are clinical in what they do. They are total professionals out there on the football field. And I think it would take... How, how are Penrith going to bounce back from, from the brutality of last night? Mm. To get, you know, if they get past Melbourne after last night, yeah, they yep. deserve it. Absolute congratulations, and they deserve it. Yep. I think the winner comes from that side of the draw because it's obvious they were the two teams that were predicted to be in there. And that's not disrespect to South or to Manly because you know, one of those teams is going to be grand finalists and it's going to be an exciting contest. But I really see the Storm as being the Premiers again this year. All right, mate. Well, the Cumberland throw, how does it um, enjoy its off-season? What are the plans for 60s in the off-season? You can't just sit around twirling your your thumbs for three months. Mate, the beauty of the Cumberland throw is that there is no off-season. So we'll keep keep producing the content. And then when pre-season rolls around, uh, we produce uh, the uh, pre-season training reports. They're exclusive to the Cumberland throw. So... Uh, the supporters, if they go to www.thecumberlandthrow.com and uh, during the preseason, once training starts, oh, and of course, provided COVID doesn't interfere with all of this, uh, we get down there to Parramatta preseason training and give a report on how they're going all throughout the preseason. That's exclusive to the Cumberland Throw. Yeah, it'll roll around before you know it. Sixty, thanks for your time, mate. You've uh, been on the phone a few times for us. It's always good to have a chat. And obviously, uh, all that we get from uh, you guys in the Cumberland Throw is, as we know, through a blue and gold lens. But uh, we love it. And uh, we'll do it again next season, I'm sure. Mate, I'm looking forward to it. Thank you for being our guest in this past week. You brought a, brought a bit of expertise and class to the, uh, the Tip Sheet podcast. So uh, thank you for that. And I really appreciate the invitations to be on the show this year. Great stuff, mate. Enjoy the summer. We'll talk again soon. There he is, 60s from the Cumberland Throw and uh, the season all over for Parramatta. Um, But for the website, the Cumberland Throw, it will roll on. So as you heard there from uh, 60s, uh, they never sleep. Before you know it, pre-season will be uh, back around. We're still here for another hour, coming up to three past two. Hope you're enjoying the show. Do feel free to uh, be a part of it. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. If you'd like to jump on the phone and uh, give me a call, uh, what are your thoughts, Parramatta fans, uh, on your coach? Manly, what are your thoughts too? Um, Ryan Girdler saying, you're flat track bullies. You've beaten no one this season. You don't deserve to be one game away from the grand final. There's plenty of fodder out there. Um, Penrith, it looks like um, you'll be without Mitch Hooker, your replacement. Uh, Mitch, Mitch Hooker? <laughs> Mitch, your replacement hooker. Um, and Viliami Kikau's also got an ankle injury, but it looks like Viliami will be okay. 
Mitch Kenny, though, looks like he'll probably uh, could be the end of the season for him. Lots more still to come after this short break. Uh, the Profits Guru will jump on the line uh, to talk about the two finals this weekend and to look ahead at next weekend's two prelim finals. And Brett Kamali, Noddy, will uh, join us as well. He's got to give us his Gallagher Insurance Brokers Kangaroos. I wonder how many changes there are this week. Loads more still to come on NRL Match Day.